Thank you. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. Today is a day that we celebrate that universal energy of the mother, unconditional love and nurturance. So please, male or female, honor that internal energy within you. And please, well, so welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living. My name is Reverend Pat Bordeaux, and it is my privilege to preside for you this morning and to be a staff minister here at the Center and to enjoy all of the benefits of that and this wonderful spiritual community. So please join with me as we remind ourselves what it is that we stand for here at the Center. We are a spiritual community that blesses all teachings and all spiritual teachers. We know that there is no wrong way to worship, whether that be lighting a candle, facing the east, burning incense, repeating a mantra, lighting a menorah, or offering a prayer. We honor all of the ways that there are to draw closer to spirit, because we know that even though there may appear to be great differences in the path, that the destination is always the same. So our vision here is inspiring the recognition of spirit in all, and we are most pleased that you chose to spend this morning with us. If you are brand new to our center, we invite you to to visit the welcome table at the back. There's a special package of information for you and a gift in there. And the person that's attending it to the table will be able to answer any of the questions that you have about our community and about this teaching. So a special welcome to you today. And now please stand and join us as we sing our congregational song.
what a treat. Thank you so much. In case you didn't know, that was Martin Kerr joining our band. And stay tuned. I understand that that's just the beginning. There's some amazing, more, more amazing music ready for you in this service today. I have a few announcements to make. A special thank you to Christine and Lori for organizing and serving the evening meal at the Mustard Seed. That was April 30th. And thank you to all of our congregation who provided support in any way, both with the treats and with serving. We have a a dynamic community that supports this outreach, and we really do appreciate that. We also want to thank all of those who showed up yesterday to help with the spring cleanup. Everything looks so fresh and feels so clean. So thank you for being here and helping with that. Our book of the month this month is called The Trance of Scarcity. And it is also a book that we're going to be using for our community book study groups. And they're now being formed. It's an eight-week book study, and they begin this week. If you are interested, we'd like you to sign up um, for the group host, the date and time. So in the bookstore, there's a list of um, the different people who are hosting and the times that those events are. So find one that works in your schedule. This is a fantastic book, and I really think that you'll get a lot from it. And it's also a wonderful way to expand your spiritual community and get to know some people that you haven't met yet. So the trifold brochures explaining the The group study process are available at the events table. And if you have any more questions, please see Laura Cameron right here in the front. On Thursday, May 14th at 7.30 is this month's business breakfast, and um, our, our own Dr. Gantz Ferentz will be speaking on what a man with a horse can teach you about life. So those are um, the second Thursday of every month. If you can make it, please join us. It is at the Four Point Sheraton on 75th and Argyle, and it's a wonderful opportunity to find ways to use spiritual principles to enhance your business life. Also, on May 31st, from 1 to 3.30, Dr. Gantz and our own Reverend Connie are going to be presenting a program called Power Parenting. So this program, there's a a flyer in your program that will give you more details on that. So also, please sign up at the events table if you're able to attend that. It'll be quite fantastic. They're both wonderful, wonderful facilitators. And we have a first ever in Canada. It's the Circle of Love Gathering, and it's being held August 17th to the 20th in beautiful Kelowna. So it's not so much a conference as it is an opportunity to fall into that deep well of spirit and another opportunity to spend a really precious time communing with like-minded people. Uh, there's information at the back table. So if you register by May 15th, um, there's a discount on the, on the fee. So all of the information is there. Please look into it and give yourself this gift. Our guest soloist, are you, are you going to do an introduction I, or do? I was going to, okay. yeah. But you probably might, you maybe do a better job. How will we do dueling? We'll see. You guys get to vote. She will do her intro. I'll do my intro. I concede. <laughs> well, oh, the pressure. Before I introduce our feature soloist, I just want to remind those of you who might want to sign up that Anna Beaumont and I are doing a series of four vocal workshops. The first one starting May 30th. And uh, the, the chord that seems to, the thing that I've said that seems to strike a chord with people is one of the things we deal with is overcoming your fear of singing. So uh, what I've discovered is a lot of people have had so much negative feedback over their lives about their voice that they've developed a lot of fear around singing. So that's one of the things that we work on. And uh, it's going to be, like I said, a series of four Saturdays. And uh, I'll be available after the service if you want to have more information and sign up. And uh, so our feature soloist today is Sue Hodge, and uh, I just want to mention a little bit about Sue Hodge's CD. If any of you haven't heard it, it's just an amazing CD, and I think she has some available for sale. And you might want to talk to her there in the bookstore. You might want to talk to Sue if you want an autographed copy. And uh, her song today is really, really special. Uh, I would like her to introduce it because I think she'll do a better job than I will. Happy Mother's Day for those of you who are... Um, as 
actually many of you know, my own mom passed away a couple of months ago. And being a songwriter, the first thing I'm going to do is write a song about that. And, uh, but I was really struggling with it. It just wasn't happening. I, I, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I just couldn't, the words, I just couldn't hear them. And uh, then one morning about a month ago, I was outside and I could hear the birds in the trees. You know how they, you can hear them and then someone answers over there. And uh, I started thinking about all the things that, um, that are invisible to us. We know they're there, but we just can't see them. I like mine better. Thank you so much, Sue. And now it's my honor to introduce our practitioners for this day and for this week. They are Reverend Kathleen Miller, Kelly Kay, Jennifer Andell, Arnie Paulson, and Reverend Connie Neeson. <clears throat> so these practitioners will be available for, um, after the service for the one-minute ministry in the room to my left. So if you have never um, given yourself the gift of a personalized treatment, please join us there. They're also available before service for meditation. And they, if you want to fill out one of the cards that's in your program, the Opportunity for You cards, and place it in the offering basket, 
they will be knowing a new idea for you in the coming week. Do we have a reading? Yes? And now would you please join me in welcoming Arnie Polson to do our reading. Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Today's reading comes from the book Spiritual Fitness and it reads as follows. Once upon a time, a fabulously wealthy king had a son whom he adored. The boy was bright and handsome, perfect in every way except one. He had a severely hunched back. This saddened the king no end, so he proclaimed that a huge award would go to the person who figured out how to heal the boy's back. Months and months passed without a solution. Wise men and women with good ideas traveled to the palace from all over the region, but no one knew what to do. Then one day, a famous guru happened upon the kingdom and heard about the problem. I don't want your reward, said the tiny woman, who herself was all scrunched over with age and wrinkled up like a prune. But, she added, I do have your answer. This was her advice. In the center of your courtyard, you must construct a sculpture, an exact replica of your dear son, with one exception. Its back must be straight and lovely in appearance. That's all. Trust God for the healing. With that, the master disappeared, and the king's artisan set to work. In no time, a beautiful marble sculpture sat in the center of the courtyard. Every day, as the boy played, he studied the figure admiringly. He started to feel, why, that's me. That looks exactly like me. Every day, the prince gazed lovingly at the sculpture until he identified with it. Bit by bit, the boy's back straightened. One day, a year or so later, as the king watched his son frolic in the garden, he suddenly noticed the prince's back was totally healed. The young boy's identification with the marble sculpture had been so complete that he believed it represented him, straight back and all. Body obeyed belief. Thank you. And now... And now please welcome to the podium uh, our spiritual director, Reverend Patrick Cameron. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Mother's Day. This is very exciting. It's a great day. I couldn't figure out who the guy was singing. I, I'm not on? I think he's still here. Hello? Testing, one, two, three. There we go. If you click the button, it works better. It's amazing how that works. Anyway, good morning. Happy Mother's Day. It's an exciting day to be together. Beautiful day. I was just standing outside looking at the beautiful blue sky, and then I heard this male's voice up there. I said, who's the guy singing? I had to peek, and it was Martin. He's coming back later with the, the, uh, the, young, the young ones to, to sing with us today. So anyway, we have uh, a lot of wonderful things in store. I want to welcome and thank our guests, who you're going to meet a few of them in a moment, and it's very exciting. So, we start out typically with prayer. If you'd like, some of you like to stand up while we do this. We sing a song, we say a prayer. Please stay seated if you're more comfortable with that. It's optional. I know many of you stand up anyway, so here we go.
I invite you to know with me in this moment, it's true, if we allow it to be true, that in this very room, in this moment is the eternal moment. And so the love that is seeking expression is seeking us. And let us know that we come together to remind ourselves of the truth of our being, that we are the sons and daughters of the beloved. And it is our opportunity to share our gifts. And as we share our gifts, the blessings that the beloved is seeking to express on this planet become demonstrated and become real. So we are practical mystics. We apply our spirituality in our daily lives. And so may we find those opportunities throughout this day and each day hereafter to share our gifts, to continue to develop, to discover our gifts, and to give them away. I give thanks for the blessings that pour themselves forth. I give thanks for all the mothers this day that we honor, that nurturing energy, that receptivity, that femininity that is so important to all of us, for we would not be here without it. It is the Father, Mother, God that we celebrate this day. For this I give thanks. I give thanks for all the beautiful music this day, for the fellowship, for the volunteers, for the consciousness, for the people. Years ago, a handful of individuals in this community that said we would like this teaching in our community and the blessing that it continues to pour forth. I give thanks for this. I give thanks for the blessings that have been, that are here today, that are yet to arrive. Let us know that our love radiates out in all directions and wherever it is needed, it is received in this moment because we are boundless in our capacity to love. For this I give thanks and I invite you to say with me, and so it is. Please be seated. Thank you. So this morning is a, an exciting day for Mother's Day and an opportunity. I want to give you a little bit of, of background what happened. Um, an, a, an angel of God's presence always shows up in my life because I'm always looking for it and I'm always, that's part of my prayer. And so the next good thing for us to participate in, I'm always open to. And so I got a, had a, a coffee with uh, a person one day and she said, we're doing a concert at the Windspear on June 16th. And that concert is uh, called Soaring with Song. And the purpose of the concert is to raise awareness and, and uh, to raise money and awareness towards uh, breast cancer. And so I thought, this is quite fascinating, because I have a very dear friend of mine that recently contacted me that is going through the whole experience of breast cancer, so I thought the timing and the synchronicity of it was quite remarkable. And so uh, this concert, you know, we're a, a spiritual community. We celebrate good wherever we find it. It's kind of our, we don't have one f certain particular agenda other than the fact that we stand for the best in the world and take our good where we find it. And so the opportunity to uh, invite some of these soloists to be with us today in celebration of Mother's Day and a celebration of what we stand for as a community, to talk about the, the, the vision of possibility, uh, was exciting. And I said, let's do it. And, uh, and, and so it's, it's, I'm going to bring up one of the young artists in a moment. I wanted to share one of my favorite readings around mothers that I think is uh, quite sweet. This past year, we've had a number of people that I've been very close to that have said goodbye to the physical form of their mother. And that's always very bittersweet. I know for Sue, that was her experience, and there's several other people in our community that have had that experience. And one of my favorite poets is a man by the name of David White, and he wrote a letter inspired by a dream he had after his mother had passed away. And I want to share it with you. It's called A Farewell Letter. She wrote me a letter after her death, and I remember a kind of happy light falling on the envelope as I sat by the rose tree on her old bench at the back door. So surprised by its arrival, wondering what she would say, looking up before I could open it, open it and laughing to myself in silent expectation. Dear son, it is time for me to leave you. I am afraid that the words you are used to hearing are no longer mine to give. They are gone and mingled back in the world, where it is no longer in my power to be their first original author, nor their last loving bearer. You can hear motherly words of affection now only from your own mouth and only when you speak them to those who stand motherless before you. As for me, I must forsake adulthood and be bound gladly to a new childhood. You must understand this apprenticeship demands of me an elemental innocence from everything I ever held in my hands. I know your generous soul is well able to let me go. You will in the end be happy to know my God was true and I find myself after loving you all so long in the wide, infinite mercy of being mothered myself. P.S. All your intuitions were true. And the reason I love that is because 
for all of us, and, and myself being a man, uh, but I, as I said, I had seven sisters growing up, so I had, I had eight, eight mothers, really. So I got really used to the feminine energy. And, uh, but for all of us, there are people that stand before us that feel motherless on Mother's Day. And it truly is a celebration of that nurturing that we all, that we all require. So okay, we'll be out, up dancing here, a few more rings. So for all of us, though, it's an opportunity to celebrate that. And, and for some, many, it's a day of remembrance for mothers. My mother's 86, and I'd love to tell you how she's doing, but I can never get her on the telephone because she's always doing something. I have a, one of my sister's uh, calls incessantly, and so my mother got rid of her answering machine. So here I am, I'm 56 years old, and I can't get a hold of my mom. But she's always busy going and doing, and, and what an inspiration she's been in my life, and, and a blessing, and a gift in so many ways. And, and as I've matured, as I, as I have matured, I realize all that she did for us, the sacrifices, and the commitments, and the driving to and from with all these, all these kids all the time. But that was her passion. I know many of you, for many of you, you resonate with that story and that idea. But it is a, a day of celebration. I think it's a day for us to realize that for, that for all of us, if we're going to make a difference in the world, see, our children come along and what they learn is what we live. So it's not about educating our children. It's okay. Let them know where you are. Let me talk to them. Come here, let me talk to you. I'll let them know where we are. It's okay. You know what? We trust everything here. It's all divinely appointed. So obviously I need to stop and think. Thank you. But for all of us, uh, Matthew Fox said this, in order to, to shift and change the, our children, we must, we must as adults, we must educate the adults. And we're a teaching center. So if you're here for the first time, and thank you for joining us, we, we, don't, we don't proselytize. We're not interested in saving the whole world. We're just interested in, in transforming our consciousness and our awareness and being a gift on the planet. And so the idea of political party or, or affiliation with a religion, we're a spiritual community. And so for us, it's really about that transformation of self and continuing to grow. And by that example, our children are inspired. And so if we read the newspaper, look at the discord in the world, it's really these children have had something modeled for them that they are now playing out. It's the way it works. And I know that's true. So when you watch these young teenagers that become Somali pirates, what is modeled for them? And I'm going to share a story later about this, this, this very idea. But I want to bring up, I want to introduce, I've got my notes here so I can uh, be, uh, honor each one of these artists. But the first young man is going to, to honor all the beautiful mothers today is Ryan McGale. And Ryan, I'm going to invite you to come up. And he's going to sing to, for us, You Are So Beautiful. Thank you for being here. Are you going to do the piano too? Sweet. So Ryan's going to sing, You Are So Beautiful. Hello, everybody. First off, I just want to say that I'm really honored to be here on this extremely special day and that I want to dedicate this song to all the mothers out there. So, hope you like it.
Thank you, Ryan. And Ryan is 15 years old. So, Ryan, if you ever have Sunday mornings available once in a while, you let me know. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, and now I'd like to bring up another artist. I want to make sure that we have plenty of time because I've got a treat for you at the end as well. That, uh, and I have, uh, it's always good to bring more material than you can use. And I want to invite this young lady to come on up and, and share her song with her. This is Danielle Lowe. She's 13. And she's going to sing Anyway by Mar Martina McBride. This speaks to our call for an intentional way of living. Danielle? Good morning, everyone. My name is Danielle Lowe. And happy Mother's Day to every mother out there. And so the song I'll be singing for you today is called Anyway by Martina McBride. And it talks about not letting the fear of failure get in the way of just being the best you can be and living your dreams. So I hope you enjoy it. You can spend your whole life building something from nothing. One storm could come and blow it all chase a dream that seems so out of reach and you know it might not ever come your way dream it anyway God is great but sometimes life ain't good and when Never gave up, 
even when it seemed like there was no hope at all, they did it anyway. Oh my gosh, and I'm, I don't know who took my box of Kleenex, but they're gone, so. I, I don't think there's any words I can follow that with. I, I think that that's exactly what we talk about here every week, is that we all have, we all have gifts, we all have dreams, and, um, and it's important for us to pursue those dreams, and how we measure the success of those dreams is, is in many ways intangible. Um, there's a, there's a wonderful story about motherhood that I want to share, and I'll give you the abbreviated version, and maybe I'll expand on it next week a bit. But um, a woman by the name of Jane that lives in the Mathari slums in uh, Kenya. And um, this story was, was conveyed by Jacqueline Novogratz, and she has worked in Africa for 20 years now. And she met Jane in the slums, and Jane told her story of how as a, a young girl, she had two dreams as a young girl. One dream was to, to be a doctor, and the other was to uh, have a wonderful husband. She wanted to have a wonderful husband that would stay. Because what had happened to her as a young girl is that her mother, uh, her, her mother was left by her dad. The, the father left, and her dream of being a doctor could not be realized because there was no money, there was no opportunity. But anyway, um, uh, Jacqueline was talking with Jane about her situation, and so Jane's dream was to, uh, was to be a doctor and to have a wonderful life. And what happened, she married at 18, had her first child, at 20, she found herself pregnant again. Her mother passed away, and the man that she had married left her for another woman. So she was left with no income, no skills, no money, and no way to, to survive. So she turned to prostitution. And so uh, she, and it wasn't as organized as you might think, because within the slum, within a mile, it's two-tenths of a mile wide, two-tenths of a mile wide, it's a mile long, where she lives in this slum. And um, there's a, over a, a half a million people live within that area about eight to ten people in, in each small room. And so a group of 20 or so women would go into the town uh, to Nairobi, travel in, and they would come back and, as prostitutes. Sometimes they would come back with a few shillings, sometimes with nothing. But what happened was she talked, uh, Jane contacted a friend of hers and found a, about a program. And the program was started by um, a group within, the, uh, within Kenya that said that if you'll save a certain amount of money, we will loan you an equal amount of money. And so Jane began to save, and over a period of a year, she saved $50. And she started to be able to borrow money. And as a result, she developed a, a, a business as a tailor. And eventually, she bought a sewing machine. And what she did, she would go into the stores, and she'd buy uh, gowns. She'd buy the old dress gowns, the, the, the uh, young ladies' and women's gowns that they'd wear to, to the uh, various functions. And she would re she would refabricate them. She'd put lace on them and bows and frills, and she would take them out into the marketplace, and she would sell them. And pretty soon, she was doing quite well. She was making over $4 a day, which made her in that environment quite wealthy. And then an opportunity showed up where they, another group of philanthropists built, philanthropists built a, a low-cost housing about an hour out of Nairobi. And uh, the, the agreement was that if you would come up with 10% of the down payment, you could move there. So she once again was able to move and she had to come up with $400. She was able to... to and, that, and then what they would do is they would, 
they would let each individual that qualified, because part of it is about responsibility and accountability. Because what we know is it doesn't help to simply give and give and give. The consciousness and the skill set has to be there to support it. And so they, would, they were required to come up with a 10% down payment. And what it did was it, it, then they would set her rent, her, her monthly mortgage, at the rate she was paying when she lived in the slum. And so as she was moving out, um, Jacqueline Novogratz said to her, are you sad about anything? Are you fearful about moving? She said, what would I be fearful of? What could I possibly face now that I haven't faced? I'm HIV positive. What could I possibly fear? And she said, well, tell me about your dreams. You know, you wanted to be a doctor and you wanted to have a husband. You wanted to have a great life. And she said, well, I realized that, number one, I wanted to have a husband so that I could have great love in my life. And she said, I realized I have that with my children. I have these two beautiful children that love me deeply. And she said, so I, that is, dream is realized. I thought it was I wanted a husband so I could have that stability. But I have that love in my life. And she said, the other part of it is, you know, I, I'm not a doctor, but I go out and two days a week she volunteers. And she has, she's HIV positive. She goes out to the community and she talks to other women that are HIV positive. And she said, you have a gift. You're still alive. You have a gift to give. You have something to share. And, and people need to hear your story. And so... For all of us, it, it speaks to me of the, the longing that we all have to have meaningful impact in our lives and to be touched deeply and to connect deeply. And so I, I just, I, I look at the blessings in my life. I, my story is not Jane's story, but I think about all the mothers, all, of the, the, all over the planet. She's but one story of someone that has every reason to give up and not do it anyway and, and to continue to move on. And she said, so my gift is, she said, I don't give out pills and I don't give out medicine, but what I give I think is far more important to hear. And so it's a wonderful story, I think, of motherhood, of, of possibility, of what we stand for, and that we honor and support, and things are happening and shifting and changing on this planet at a very localized level that I think sometimes we miss sight of because we look at the big, the big picture of the economics and the, the economic crisis. I think the economic crisis is just a wake-up call for all of us. So with that said, I'm going to invite our last performer up to share their song with you, and this is Mackenzie, Mackenzie Meacham. And she's going to sing The Impossible Dream. Mackenzie, welcome. Hi, my name is Mackenzie Meacham. And once again, the song I'm going to be singing is Impossible Dream. And what the song represents to me is that everyone has dreams and goals. And if you and on the course of achieving them, sometimes you'll be faced with obstacles. But you just have to get past those obstacles and eventually you'll get to where you want to go. Whether it's what your goal was originally or a whole new goal that you never realized that you would be setting for yourself. And I'll also be singing this song at the benefit concert on June 16th at the Windspear that we already mentioned before. And it's called Soaring with Song, and the, the proceeds will be donated to the Breast Cancer Foundation. So we'd all be delighted if you could come and help us get one step closer to ridding this world of breast cancer. Thank you. I hope you enjoy my song. Peace. 
So I want to I want to just thank these moms and dads that uh, it's obvious the nurturing and the support and the love and the modeling of possibility for these young artists that uh, is such a it, it, it's your message as well and I, I thank you so much for being generous enough with their talent and your time and their time to be here with us today and I also want to acknowledge their their voice teacher yes is Wes and I don't know Wes's last name Kanaba, would you stand up so we can take a look? This is the guy that has helped host and mentor them. Thank you, Wes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so wherever we stand in our, in our journey, you know, today as we celebrate mothers, we celebrate that, that nurturing energy at a, at a larger level. Whoever stands before us motherless, it's our opportunity to love them anyway, to love them up. And so I, I just... Uh, I thank you so much. I can't tell you how, how full my heart is from that beautiful music and what a surprise because I want to thank Diane Young whose idea it was to, to invite these young artists to be with us today. So Diane, thank you as well. Very sweet. And so I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, invite our ushers to come forward now to do our offering. We also have a wonderful op opportunity to... Take it easy there, buddy. We don't want to... I think I found your replacement, but not quite yet, so I don't want you tripping. Anyway, uh, I, I, people ask me many times about this bracelet that I wear, and it's red and it hangs around my wrist, and, and so um, these come from Tibet, and they represent positive energy and love, and Laura and I found this in a Tibet shop in New York City a few years ago, and we've, we've worn them since, but, but uh, one of our teens has, has made available from a family in Tibet, 125 of them, they're back to the left. All the proceeds go to our teen group to send them to summer camp. They're $10 a piece, so if you're interested, they're beautiful. Go check them out. We probably, once this inventory is gone, to, they're, they're gone till probably the fall. It's a family. There are pictures back there. All the proceeds from this purchase of these go to this family in Tibet. And it's an amazing, wonderful, lovely story. So I have mine on right now, and if you're interested, there's a variety of them back there. Please check that out. And I, So with that said, I thank you all for your continued support. We are self-supporting in this community and so I just give thanks this day once again for the opportunity to share my gifts to share my abundance and to know let us know that as we give this gift goes to continue to support the highest and the best of ourselves our families our community and the world and let us allow to expand our programs we touch right now as a result of your support there are 5,000 people a month that are downloading our Sunday messages and that is huge 5,000 people a month that we just started two months ago so I'm so grateful the opportunity. So these programs that continue to develop to send this message of the inclusivity, of oneness, of possibility, of living our best life, of being God's emissary on this planet right here where we are. I give thanks for that blessing. I give thanks for the continued demonstration of what we stand for and the possibility. For this I give thanks. Together we say thanks. for the last 45 minutes and they have a, a song they'd like to share with you. So Martin, 
Take it away. Thank you. So if the kids can arrange themselves in a little group to work out. Especially for the mums, of course. And um, we need a bit of help from the dads as well. And the, the sons can join in too if they like. So all the guys are going to do the bass line, okay? This is a bit of a 50s doo-wop type song. And it sounds like this. And the dads and the sons are going to go like this. Boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom. Let's hear you. Bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom bom, bom. Very good. Okay. So there's two parts to the song. You just do that when I'm plucking on the guitar. When I start to strum like this, you don't sing the bom boms anymore. But then you can come back in. When we go back to the plucking, okay? <laughs> so you got to watch out for that. All right, kids. What happened to our lovely diagonal line that we had over here? Who was in the diagonal line? We had five children in it. Yeah, lovely. And we had a nice straight line in the middle here, didn't we? Who was in the straight line? I think that was it. Yeah. Can you stand right next to each other? Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Ready. Sit right at the front because we're going to need you half part way through the song. Okay? So if your child is up here and you're a mum, come to the front. Very good. So, yeah, you, you can s- sit on the front row or stand just at the side. Very good. Okay, let's get this bass line going, dads. Are you ready? Bom, bom, bom. Bom 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 Very good. Are you ready, kids? Keep it going, dads. Bom bom. You ready, kids? Here we go. She she is my true friend, and she loves me for who I am. She is my mother, and she's been with me all along. She is my mother, walking beside me till I'm strong. Whenever I do something wrong, she helps me to do what is right. She tells me stories and sings me songs and tucks me in bed at night. Oh, she, she is my true friend. And she loves me for who I am. She is my mother. And she's been with me all along. She is my mother. Walking beside me till I'm strong She is my mother She is my mother She is my mother Well done, well done, yeah Thank you, Martin. What an awesome day. I'm going to invite our practitioners ministerial team to come on forward. We'll say a final prayer, sing a song. Have a fabulous day. And so as our practitioners ministers come forward, thank you, thank you, Martin, for your help. Thank you, uh, our youth volunteers. Thank you, kids. Thank you, moms. Beautiful. Thank you, Reverend Connie. So, once again, I know there's one life, one power, one spirit. And I claim that life as my own. And as I do that, I open to the guidance, to the awareness, to the vibration of the Most High. And I bring that to my life. I bring that to my world. I bring that to my relationships. Whatever is before me, I bless this day. My mother, your mothers, those that have come before us, the generations that have allowed us to be here today in celebration of life, in celebration of spirit. Great teacher said many years ago, I have come so that you may live life abundantly. Let us live life abundantly in our hearts, in our minds, in our being. 
know that the, the creativity and the opportunities and seek expression that are uniquely ours has that opportunity and open to that possibility. For this I give thanks as we carry this message forward into the world that we are the emissaries of great goodness as we move forward with the great expectancy of that great good. For this I give thanks once again. I release these words knowing the universe is already conspiring for a greater good. For that I give thanks and together we say, and so it is. Let's sing. It's reaching for heaven. 